Hi, everyone. Thanks for joining me today on the Divine Messages podcast. My name is Karina, and I am a psychic medium out of Calgary, Alberta. Today, I have a special guest joining me. She is one of my very good friends, and this last weekend, she hosted her second group reading at her home. It was an amazing night with important messages from the other side, but something really cool and freaky happened, and the next day, I knew that I had to ask her to come on here with me to share not only that story, but also to share how her husband went from a full skeptic to a believer, plus many, many more things. So everyone, please join me today in welcoming Angela to the podcast. Angela, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm so glad that you were willing to be here tonight because I tell you, you just kept popping into my head that next day. And I thought, I better ask you to come share this story because it really freaked me out. And we'll tell you all of it later. But first of all, let's go back in time and tell everybody how we actually met and go right to the beginning. Okay. So I was on Facebook and we have a mutual friend, Mm -hmm. which we obviously didn't know at the time. And you had posted the card readings and she had responded. Yes, I would like a card. I saw this post and it intrigued me. So I went in and looked and I not sure why, but I I did ask you where you were based out of. And you had told me Chestermere and I kind of thought to myself, Oh, Chestermere, that's too far. Sort of just left it. And then you, you actually, you would ask me if I wanted a card. And so I said, sure. And so you'd pulled some cards and sent it and we were talking. And then you said, well, I do do phone readings. So I thought, cause at the time I was on mat leave and I'm like, well, that might work. So I booked an appointment and we did the hour phone reading. Yep. Um, I, and I wasn't skeptical cause I, I have been to psychic mediums in the past, uh, but I've never done a phone one. So I, I remember thinking she knows nothing about me. This is going to be very interesting over the phone, how much you're going to get. Right. So we started and it was right from the first few words. I mean, you talked about my mom, my dad, my family, my kids, just everything, just things you wouldn't know. But the one thing that I thought was crazy was my, how my son is, you know, he's super sensitive and he wasn't sleeping very well. He's always having these bad dreams and you picked up on that Mm -hmm. and you described his bedroom, exactly how the bedroom is. Uh, you asked me if a mirror was facing his bed, which it was. And you talked about how, what is it, the spirits? Or it's a gateway for them to come through. Yes, and, yes. like a mirror um, in a bedroom is a vortex, right? For spirits to come in. Right. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, we, oh, and we talked about the smudging and how it'd be a good idea. And then, yeah, so then you booked, we booked an appointment and you came out to my acreage to do the smudging on my house, which I guess is the first time we met. I just remember coming out and going, okay, like I knew how scared he was. And that's why I love going and doing like house clearings and stuff like that. Because I was seeing that in your reading. I'm like, oh my God, he's terrified. And he's like waking up in the night and he's freaking out. Mm -hmm. And I think it's awful that kids are scared like that. And it's real, right? They are being scared. And that little vortex that was opening up every night and was kind of coming out and bugging him and scaring him was just Mm -hmm. too much. Like it's sad for me to see kids struggle. So yeah, I came out and did a whole house smudge. And then your husband happened to walk into the house (laughs) while I had the shell and the feather, all the smoke. And you can take it from there because that was funny. (laughs) So I didn't tell him what I was doing because I knew he would just think it was ridiculous yeah so I didn't I didn't say anything so when you showed up I think he was outside mowing and so I'm like okay I have a little bit he's gonna he'll be out there for a while mm-hmm. um so yeah you kind of got started and I think you, you did your thing but I think it was more at the end I want to say when he came in um and <laughs> yeah. he walked in I just remember him looking at you that face and looking yep. at me and just like what is she doing? Oh Who is this person in my house? <laughs> Why does she have a bowl and it's smoking? And she's and it talking to herself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I just said, Oh, I'm just getting the house smudged because Jackson's bad dreams. And I mean, what do we have to lose? And he kind of just, he didn't even really say anything. He just, no, because he looked almost so scared. Mad. And walked out. He 
gunned me down with his eyes, like cutting his eyes at me. Just, he looked furious. And I thought, is this okay? Remember I asked you, I'm like, is this okay? You're like, that's fine. It's fine. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to get you in trouble. Oh my goodness. No, it was funny because he's, I don't know, but I know a lot of men don't believe in it. Um, They're not as open. I just said, you know, like after you, well, actually you didn't leave because we ended up talking for two hours on your front um, porch outside on my front porch and mm-hmm. I've yeah I've never actually had a connection like that with some with a stranger that I've never met um especially to talk to them for two hours and <laughs> right. I could see I know that my husband was kind of I could see him looking at us like okay she's still here here why is yeah, this still here crazy why lady is she not still going home two years yeah exactly <laughs> so at that time I we did we did chat and we thought we could do dinner and yeah, just like meet up at a different time. And so then I, my youngest, I think so Brooks would have been, yeah. well, he wasn't even one yet because I was still on that leave. So I know he was getting fussy and I'm, I know we were just like, okay, like you go do your thing and we'll meet up. And I was like, Hey, great. Like, let's hope this, this works tonight. Mm-hmm. So once my husband came back in, he, we talked more about it and it was just, let's, let's give it a chance. Let's just see what happens. Yep. I mean, what do we have to lose? So that night, yeah, Jackson slept completely fine. Completely fine. Like, Through the night. Completely fine. And yep. And actually, since then, so this would have been four years ago. Uh-huh. Um, he's yeah, he's been sleeping in his room. Well, with the exception of I guess probably the next story we'll tell with this house, but a new place, um, yeah, because he is so sensitive. He picks up on everything. He's very mm-hmm. But all it takes yes, is he's that very... little bit of clearing and protection mm-hmm. and stuff. And then he's back to himself. And so I remember you messaging me after and saying, oh, my God, he actually slept like this is mm-hmm. a, a first for him. And that's when I think we agreed to like, yeah, let's go have dinner together because it was just, yep. I don't know, we seem to just like each other that way. I was like, OK, let's go hang out. And mm-hmm. I think you said that was it. Did he say that night that he was like, what are you doing going with this crazy person? Well, then I said, well, I'm going to go out with her for supper. And he, he has this, I kind of wish you could see is just this look like, okay, sure. So now you're going to go meet this lady who is walking around talking to herself in <laughs> my house. Yes. Great. That's great. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. So then we, we set up that date and I remember I was running late and driving there and I, all I could think about was okay, well, you can't lie to her because she's going to know. And oh so you might as well just tell her the truth that you're running late just because you're running late. Like, don't make anything up. And so then we meet and then I started getting nervous because I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, is she, is she reading me right now? And Does she know everything? What is she thinking? <laughs> yeah. Does she know? And then I kept talking to my, you know, you're thinking thoughts in your head. I'm like, oh my God, does she know these thoughts in my head? Just, <laughs> and so then I just, in my head, I'm just going like, I'm Oh, blah, 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 you know, just, Oh God. And meanwhile, you're probably just trying to have a normal conversation. I, was. <laughs> I, wasn't I looking just at felt anything. like, okay. <laughs> and then, you know, you're asking me what getting to know each other, just asking questions about whatever friends, family. And Life, I just remember yeah. I was nervous because I just mm-hmm. kept thinking, Oh God, what does she know? What if she <laughs> asked me something? What if she says something? And I, I don't know how to, you know, I got over it. It was funny at the time, just because <laughs> it's, I've never been to dinner with a psychic before. So I didn't know, <laughs> what, I didn't know what was, was going to happen. Exactly. Sure. So, That's funny. Um, but we did, we just kind of hit it off and it was like effortless. And then we just started chatting, remember, like every day mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then I think I said to you, oh, you know, I'm so exhausted. I need like a spa day. And you said the same thing. And I'm like, oh, well, then why don't we go to the spa? And then... Mm-hmm that got even crazier because I was just like, yeah, okay. You know, telling Nick, like, see ya, I'm going to the spa with this, you know, friend of mine who I just met, but you on the other hand actually came and picked me up. And mm-hmm. from there started telling me the whole drive, what your whole family was saying to you about going. Right. So I'm very, the type of person that I am, I, I have my friends. I'm kind of closed off. I, like who I like and I don't really let anyone into my circle Mm -hmm. so and everybody my friends my family everybody knows that so when we I picked you up and yeah I had to tell the story I was I almost didn't tell you because I thought oh god she's going to be so offended 
but I kind of think it's super funny. So I guess I'm just going to tell you, but my sister was calling me and she's like, who is this person you're going to Canmore with? And I'm like, Oh, it's Karina. I just met her and kind of gave her the backstory. And she said, well, we're a little concerned. I'm like, okay, why? Well, what if, what if she kills you? Um, excuse me what do you mean what if she kills me well this is so weird you just met this random person who randomly came out to your house and now you're going to a you're going to Canmore on a spa and Jay was worried he's like I just think this is so weird everyone's concerned (laughs) this isn't you like you don't just meet people and then you know a week later decide you're going to the spa with them like you don't even do that with your own friends. And now you're doing it with this person that nobody knows. Like we yeah. haven't even met her. I'm like, well, Jay's met her. That's right. And- yeah. <laughs> Not a good impression but- the first time. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, it was, oh God, I just remember the whole way there just getting text messages and just being like, you're hey, okay, can right? you please let us know what hotel <laughs> you're staying at? Um, <laughs> what room, just in case. So it was pretty funny because- I, I wasn't expecting that reaction, but I guess on the it outside, I'm not like that. Then They're it would like, be weird. You? you don't do this. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because I remember him when we got to the hotel and he's texting you and he's like, you're staying in the same bed, you know, and, oh, and yeah. <laughs> you ended up FaceTiming, remember? And I think he wanted to yes. just see your face to make sure you were okay. Sure, it was okay. Um, it was yes. funny. And then from you know, and then from there, we just, we had such a good night and we like went to the spa and we went to dinner and had breakfast the next day. And then that was it. We just became fast friends. And it was like, mm-hmm. we just started hanging out all the time. And I remember even, what was it like a year later? Or so you were looking at property and you had bought that house, the new yes. place that you're at. And I remember you saying, Hey, can you do a walkthrough, see if it's good or something. And I remember not even seeing it in person or no pictures, but I did a walkthrough of the place. And I said to you, I warned you, I was like, there's some stuff in the basement there. You just need to clear it. It'll be fine. You mm-hmm. just need to clear the house and you'll be good. And then we just, we meant to, we would always meet for dinners mm-hmm. and things, but for some reason we just didn't get it smudged for what, about a year or so after you living there. Is that right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Right? I think it was, a, yeah, I think it was a year. Cause yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then you messaged me one day and you're like, um, so this thing happened, I'm going to tell you about, and it's time to come smudge. So I'll let you share that story about what happened in your kitchen. So we, well, I'm going to go back to the acreage because I do just for a second to tell this story. Yeah. I I know what you're going to say. Yeah. So I'm very open to anything really. Mm -hmm. I'm, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily scare me sometimes I I don't know if I just maybe kind of laugh at it or I don't know what it is, but I think I'm, I'm open to it. Mm -hmm. So the one at the acreage, I was vacuuming in the bedroom and I saw somebody like a man who I thought was my husband walk by. (laughs) So I was like, Oh, okay. Jay's home. So I kind of finished whatever vacuuming and I kept calling him and he wasn't answering me. And I was like, God, what, like, why is he ignoring me? So I go out and I'm like, Jay, like, where are you? So I still nothing. So I go over and I look outside and I was like, oh, okay, his truck's not here. That's weird. So then I kind of started getting the, oh, okay, whatever. Maybe I'm just seeing things. So I started walking back to the room and I had a bookcase in the corner in my bedroom. And I had a picture of my sister, me and my stepdad who had passed uh, quite a few years before. And all of a sudden, so I turned, I kind of went in the room to do something. I turned around to leave and the picture just smacked down and I just stopped and I'm like, oh my God. God. Okay. Mm. But I remember you telling me in our, all of our conversations on learning about that side and how to, how to talk to spirits. And you just said, if, if you feel scared just to say, okay, hi, address them. Uh, you're kind of scaring me right now. So if you could just please leave. And so no I, I did honestly think because there's no way that picture could, there's no way that picture could have fallen. Not at all. Like oh, it was impossible. That's right. Mm-hmm. So I assumed that, you know, maybe this is my stepdad. Mm-hmm. So I just started, I said, Hey, Gary, I think you're here. 
by myself right now and you're freaking me out so can you please stop it just leave (laughs) yeah um so that was kind of the incident there and then I had your your smudging kit and I did try and do that as much as I could although I wasn't scared I knew it was him so I wasn't as it was okay right I just Mm -hmm. didn't it's weird it's weird it's weird weird yeah so to this house Mm-hmm. we yeah moved in so it was about a year like you said and I was standing over my counter kind of like leaning over just like I was on my phone probably scrolling through Facebook or something mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I felt like someone grabbed I was wearing a hoodie someone grabbed my hood and pulled me back so I kind <laughs> of thought it was one of my kids so I turned around to be like what are you doing mm-hmm. and I looked again and I was like there's no okay. one there. there. And it was, it was a full someone grabbing the hood and pulling me up. Jeez. I, I was, I didn't even know. Not I was cool. like, okay. So I'm, again, I'm like looking around, but the kids were in the basement. So I was like, okay, that really freaked me out. And I don't want you in my house. That's right. What is this? Um, And then I text you that night. And I said, you need to come sponge. Like, please come right away. This is what happened. Yeah. So you came mm-hmm. and you, which I didn't do this with you last time at, um, at my acreage, but you said like, come around with me. So yep. I was like, okay. So we kind of did it together. Uh-huh. And then we had gone down into the basement under the crawl space. Oh, and yes. I just remember you're like, Hey, come on. I'm like, you want me to come under there? With you? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So I crawl underneath and you had your bowl. And and I remember that it was, it was lit a little bit, but Mm -hmm. kind of starting to fade out. And then all of a sudden it just, oh my God, like just the flame like blew up again. It was crazy. And yep. I just remember sitting there looking at you. I'm like, oh my goodness. Okay. So I know we did that a couple times in there and yeah. And so you did your smudging and, and it was, it helped so much. Yeah. Just felt better in here. And oh, Jackson's room. Cause oh, he was, yeah, that's he right. couldn't he walk up to he, not sleeping again. Right. Uh-huh. And he had a tree house bed. So then you walk, you have stairs to kind of walk up mm-hmm. and he's like, I don't want to sleep in this bed. And like, okay, like what is going on? Are you having bad dreams? And it wasn't even so much about the bad dreams, no. but he's like, I just feel like when I walking up the these little stairs, like I just feel like there's something behind me or something's going to grab me or grab my feet. Um, and it's an open space. So it's not like it's a bed where, you know, it's kind of the creepies or a monster under my bed. It's, it was, it was very open. Right. So he could see that there was nothing underneath there, but he just had this feeling that someone was behind him. Yeah. So you went into that room and again, just in that area, you're, it ignited again. I remember um, crawling up the or climbing up the stairs and you and climbed I was up like, them, yeah. <gasps> and I turned to you and I said, there's something here. I was like, yeah. I got to get rid of this. This is not a good feeling. Yeah. yeah. And it was later on. I, and I don't can't remember how long after I found out I was talking to. So this lady I work with, we were chatting about this house and we figured out it was her ex-mother-in-law's house is who I purchased it from which was kind of crazy because what are the chances? Yep. Small world. And yeah, exactly. And then she said, Oh God, how do you live in that house after someone died in it? Oh my God. And I remember looking at her, I'm like, huh? What? Who died? She's like, Oh, her, her husband, um, he passed away in the home and actually up in the master bedroom and on Halloween. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know about that. And I wonder if that was the person who grabbed my hoodie (laughs) and pulled me back. So it was, uh, it was interesting, but I felt it was fine. Cause after you had smudged it, I, I didn't, everything was fine. Everyone was sleeping. Yeah. You do, you feel, you feel better. Yeah. And, and you can just, you feel the difference. You feel the, you don't feel that kind of like heavy, gloomy feeling, feeling you know, right yeah when you're walking around yeah exactly. it is a weird feeling and mm. I try to explain that to a lot of people because people ask me well how often do you smudge and I say I smudge every day only because I have mm-hmm. clients come in and out of my house but yeah also because I have sensitive kids and I see spirits everywhere so sometimes they're wonderful spirits that are loved ones and sometimes they're just you know a bit nosy and want to 
freak us out a little. And that's just, you know, not that they're intending really to do it. It's just, there's the good and the bad in, you know, the physical world, but also in the other world. And so I feel like smudging really helps to clear all energy in the house, especially when there's like spirits going on and things happening in the house. And with children, I tell everybody, it's a great idea to smudge often because kids are like, they're just so open and they're so sensitive yeah. and they can see spirits. That's why it's always the talk about the, you know, kids will say there's something under my bed. Kids say this stuff all the time. And a lot of people don't believe them. I believe them because this is true. It does exist. <laughs> and I do use your smudging spray as well. Um, that's a good with one. With the kids. I actually use them a lot with the kids, yeah, uh, which I find one. does help. And if they go to bed, I'll mm-hmm. spray, you know, right before they go to sleep. And I, I do think it helps. I do. It really does. And it clears their aura. It clears their frustration of the day and all the energy that's kind of hit them and stuff. So I do, I think it's important to either use like a, like you said, a smudge spray or, or smoke or whatever you're going to use. I just find it so important to keep their energy clear, but also the energy in the house. Cause you think Mm -hmm. how many times people come visit, right? You've got people coming in and out of there and I will just say people sometimes carry stuff, right? Like little visitors Mm -hmm. with them from the other side. And sometimes they decide to stay. So, because people Mm -hmm. will say to me, well, our house is brand new and I built it. I'm like, yeah, but you think of how many people were in there building it. You think of how many people that you had over for a party or, you know, Christmas or whatever. These spirits can travel and they can decide to stay somewhere. Mm -hmm. No, 100% because you did my sister's house as well, smudged hers. And hers was a brand new house. There you go. And, and then, yeah, they moved into this house and it was kind of the same thing. So you had gone in. And so it just kind of shows that it follows you or comes in and out. That's right. It doesn't matter. Right. And I think, and yes, there's old houses that have huge history and one that we're going to talk about here soon, Mm -hmm. but those kind of places are filled with spirits and stuff that are old and that just haven't left the property but they do travel around. It's not like, you know, they're not trees. They don't stay still. They can move. Right. So I even, you know, protect my house before people come in because I don't want them to bring in their visitors that are with them because no, they're not welcome in my house. And yeah, so spirits are everywhere. Right. And I happen to be able to see them and talk to them. And I don't know why it's just how I was born. And so a couple of months ago, you decided to host a group reading at your house. I think it was like in November. And Mm -hmm. in a group reading, what happens is people's loved ones come in and it's such an incredible night of, you know, loving messages and guidance and validation. And that group reading, I think there was 12 people at that one. I can't remember how many people you had. Oh, the first one I think was, no, I think it was 10, 10 or 11. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it went um, so well. There were a lot of tears. I remember that. <laughs> Everybody was crying. and Yeah, and I had never seen you in action before. So I, because the only reading I'd ever actually had from you was the phone reading. Oh, yeah. And I had, you know, I had sent people to you. But uh, yeah, the group reading, I had no idea what was going to happen. I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea. And so there were a lot of tears a lot of healing and just actually to be able to watch you do what you do was crazy as everyone was kind of getting, you know, their messages or people coming through. I just kind of kept sitting there almost in awe. Like, I can't, wow. Like, how do you do this? Yeah. Especially with like 10, 11 girls. Like it was, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Like I couldn't believe, and you just, you're so calm when you sit there and, and you're very calming. And I know that Aww. that's a comment that a lot of, you know, the people that I've sent you, or even when we did the group, um, that you're, you, you just feel, you just feel calm around you. And well, that's just nice. the energy <laughs> that you bring is, it's just refreshing. So, and I know actually in that group reading, I think it was my stepdad and grandpa came through, which I actually wasn't expecting at all. So that was kind of neat because I wasn't even expecting that. Didn't think anything, but you can't control who, who comes in, right? Nope. <laughs> so, um, so that was good. And then afterwards, so kind of when the group was done, I, so I think it was like, I can't remember if it was like two or three hours. I think that one was three hours. 
Yeah. And I, at the time I said, I told my husband, like, you can't be here for the group. Like, you know, take the kids. Like we need, it can't be like loud, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, so once the group was done, I had told him to come, you could come back and hang out because everyone was just doing their individual readings. And so I kind of got the kids to bed, came back down and he was kind of hanging around. And, you know, anytime someone had finished, they come up and they would talk about it, you know, just not talk about the whole thing, but go, Oh my goodness, that was crazy. Like she said this and this, and she's so right. And she figured this out. And you, so you could tell that he was listening and kind of going, oh, okay, so, so what happened? And so what mm-hmm. else? So what did she see? And then was asking me questions about the group. And I was like, Oh, and this person came through and Oh my goodness. She was, you know, she was walking through this person's house and she's never been there. And it was exactly. So just explaining to him kind of like, how you did it and what you were seeing. And so it went late and it was at the end of the night when everyone was gone and you're leaving. And then all of a sudden Jay just started. I know I have my jacket on at the door. Yes, <laughs> Remember? I was like, okay, yeah. thanks for having me. And he just, that was it. He wanted to know everything. Yeah. Like he asked me so many questions and I, I was sitting there and, and I know you were looking at me like, no, it's okay. Go ahead. Like, you know, I knew you were feeling bad. And I was like, no, if, he's asking me this stuff and men are so closed off. So I was really thrilled to explain it. Like I, I really wanted to help him understand it. And he asked me something that I think is really important to say, because he turned to me and after, you know, asking all these questions and wondering, how does this happen? What do you see? And like, I can't even remember what he was asking. There was just so many questions, but there was one in particular that he said, so why you, why do you get to do Mm -hmm. this? Like, why were you chosen to do this? And I just turned to him and I said, well, actually, that's a really good question. But all I could answer was, look, there's someone that specializes in, I don't know, brain surgery. And there's someone who's really amazing as an attorney and all these things. And I just happen to be able to do this. This is my thing. That's theirs, right? So we all have something. This just happens to be mine. Doesn't make me any more special than anyone else. I just, it's my ability. So some people can perform Mm -hmm. surgeries or go in front of a judge. And I happen to be able to talk to dead people. (laughs) So he was like, okay, all right. You know, and he was just really fascinated by all of it. I couldn't believe how much he wanted to know. It was pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Then he started to, I mean, he's let his guard down now with me over the last couple of years. And, oh yeah, completely. But now it's like when I come over, he's like right in there. He wants to talk and he wants to know stuff. And it's funny. He's like completely changed. Right. And we'll explain even more so later on Mm -hmm. how he's really come around. Because I think that's funny. He's just totally different now. Um, So after that, we had that group reading. Uh, So that was November. So then in December, we had gone to um, my husband's from Saskatchewan. So we had gone down there for Christmas. So once I was there, you know, his mom, his dad, his sister, my sister-in-laws and brothers, and I was telling them about the group reading and then about you. And I, and no, I don't think I actually had really talked. No, that's not true. Back Cause you had met Jay's mom and sister at my birthday. Yes. Right. And then I know that they had were like, oh, she's great. And I was like, yeah, of course she is. You know, we kind of talked about it. And I said, book a reading. And again, they're from Saskatchewan. So it was one of those things. So I, I did think about it at the time. But then once I was there at Christmas, we were all talking about it. And I said, well, what if you guys just all came down for, you know, a weekend? I'll book a group reading and it could, you know, just make a weekend out of it. Mm-hmm. So I got his mom, his sister, and sister-in-laws, two of my sister-in-laws, to come down. Mm-hmm. Or two or th- no, three, three of them. Sorry. Three. three. Of them, yeah. yeah. So there's five of them coming down. So yeah, we booked a time and I yeah, I was excited. And after seeing you the first time in the group, I couldn't wait to do another one. Oh, that's and awesome. I, I'm very picky, I, I guess, who comes into the group because I just want it to be certain people. I don't even know how I just, I feel like, okay, I think this person it's might me. need to hear something or, you know, so I'll, I do try and make it where it's, we're all going to 
kind of get along. Everyone's going to feel comfortable with one another because like you, you do cry, you do have like lots of things come out. So, you know, just to make sure that everybody feels comfortable together doing that together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, just wanted, so I had, you know, five family members and then I had a few other close friends that I knew would really benefit from one of your readings. I, when I do send people to you, I always say, do not tell her like that. I sent you don't even like, don't even, my mom's gone to you. I was like, don't let her know you're my mom, That's <laughs> my right. sisters, my friends. I say, don't my sister, everybody. I, I just think it's more authentic that way. And I'm so grateful for that, Ange, because I told you a long time ago, it's easier if I know nothing, I don't want to know anything about people. Mm-hmm. Right. So you are good at that saying, don't you dare tell them that yeah so I don't like and at the end of the reading you know I say at the end just Mm -hmm. you can let her know but um going in I just I don't I don't want them to so them coming here so you knew obviously it was a group but I was like I'm not gonna tell you that Mm -hmm. it's I knew you were gonna know his mom and sister when you saw them but I didn't even want you to know until you got here and then even if you recognize them I'm like I'm not saying anything about the other you know my sister's in laws so I didn't want, yeah, I didn't want you to know anything until you were at the house. And even once you were there, I wasn't saying anything. I knew you were going to recognize, like I said, his mom and his sister, but I just wanted you to figure it out for yourself. Yep. <laughs> and I was, and I didn't want you to be stressed out and worried and, you know, because it's my family. So I didn't, and yeah, they were pressure. Saskatchewan to see you. Exactly. Yeah, so I absolutely. didn't, I didn't want that. I'm really glad that you didn't say anything because had you told me that your family drove six hours to come for this group, I would definitely have to do a lot more work to get out of my head because <laughs> it's hard, right? Because <laughs> sometimes, again, when I don't know somebody, it's easy to do a reading. Yeah, sure. I know if the first name and a phone number and it's easy, effortless, whatever. I'm just there channeling. But when there's someone that says, I heard about you or this is my, you know, my friend sent me or whatever, then I go, oh, okay, I have to get out of my head and try to start with a blank slate. So I'm really glad you didn't say anything. Um, but then as the reading went on and I was like, wait a second, how are you guys all related here? Because it was all yeah. like in that one, they were all sitting together on one side of your couch. And I'm like, this is all for you guys. Like what is happening here? And that's when it came out that they were all family and related and sister-in-laws right. and stuff. And I'm like, Whew, thank God you did not tell me that ahead of time. But then we started this is the thing that I really wanted to talk about tonight was mm-hmm. we were sitting there and all these messages are coming out and there was a lot of tears. Remember in the beginning, just a lot of tears yeah. happening. And I was like, okay, this is really healing. And I always talk about what I call teleporting somewhere. So I would mm-hmm. be looking at a spirit and going, okay, this is what they're wearing. This is the glasses that they have on their face, all that kind of detail. But then all of a sudden I close my eyes or even I'm just teleported to a place and I stand there and I'm in a house and I'm describing it because I'm actually walking around the house. I can feel things in the house. So I can feel what their couch feels like, or if there's paneling on the walls, I can feel it. I can see it. And I remember at one point, cause I can't look at anybody by the way, when I'm reading. So I know mm-hmm. that after you told me like, Oh, I was, you know, pointing at my sister-in-law and saying this is for you and stuff but I don't see any of that in that moment because I'm focusing on say your wall and I'm just channeling I'm watching all these little movies in front of me and I kept saying Mm -hmm. I'm in this house and I see all of this wallpaper I'm like it's like wallpaper spit up all over the house and nobody's Mm -hmm. saying anything and and then I'm like okay I'm in a kitchen I see wallpaper a half wall and I was walking around this place it was crystal clear I could I, I was there And still nobody's saying anything. And I remember going, I said to the group, I'm like, look, if this is not important or I don't get it, it will go away. But it wasn't going away. It was like, I'm standing in this kitchen. It's for someone here. I uh, like, this is the way that it looks. And I described even what was on the wallpaper in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, I remember looking at you, I think, and that's when you guys, you and your sister-in-law were going, oh my God. And that's when you put the puzzle together that it was in fact Mm -hmm. a house that she lived in for four years, right? Yeah. And I knew that from the beginning, the second you were, and I kept looking at her, (laughs) you know, because she's sitting across from me. I was like trying to get her attention because I'm like, I know this, this is the place you used to live in. Mm -hmm. And then 
I, you, I know you were kind of like, is anyone going to say anything? Because mm-hmm. like, it's for somebody here. Like, I'm and positive finally, on this one. She looked at me. I'm like, it's yours. Say <laughs> something. She's like, well, <laughs> oh, I think, okay, yeah, you're right, it is. But, it, and I, I don't know how, maybe if you second guess yourself or think, well, it sounds like it could be mine, but I'm not sure. But I knew, I was like, that's yeah. exactly your, that house. Mm-hmm. And because it was, and I also knew because it was creepy. <laughs> it was, yeah. So, and it was funny because I'm explaining this to her and she's like, well, why are they bringing up this house? And I said, look, there's mm-hmm. going to be a reason, you know, I said, we'll get to the reason. And then your mother-in-law turns to me and she said, okay, well, you're downstairs. I know where you are now. See if you can go upstairs and see what you get. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like asking my guides, Hey, take me upstairs. And the minute I started walking up this stairwell, it was like, oh my God, it was like dark. And it was just, I can't even explain it. It just started to feel like the walls were closing in on me and it was really tight and narrow and dark. And then all of a sudden I teleported into this one room and I'm like looking at you guys. Cause I turned to you all and I said, look, this mm-hmm. is going to sound weird, but I'm in a room and there's like a, there's a half door, almost like a weird closet door to something. And that's when your, your mother-in-law was looking at me and going, uh-huh. And I said, oh my God. And I turn and the door in there slams shut and I'm standing in this creepy room and I'm like starting to panic because I can feel the spirit. It's not fun. And I just remember almost like going back to when I was a kid being in the farmhouse that I grew up in the same kind of feeling, that scary feeling. And I'm looking at you and I, and I said, and like, I'm, I'm in this room and you're like, oh my God, I know that room. And then I'll let you describe what you said to me just the other day about it. So this would have been quite a few years ago because my oldest was pretty young. And so I just had her and we had a little dog and we were going to visit Saskatchewan and that's where we were going to stay. So I remember when we first drove up to the house, it was like a, it's like a two-story old farmhouse in the middle of nowhere. And you almost get that kind of creepy feeling feeling just even driving up to it so we get inside and it it was old and I I felt okay to kind of in like the kitchen and and downstairs and then Brittany said okay your guys's room is you know just upstairs to the right so I'm like okay so the second the second you start walking up the stairs right it's the weirdest feeling feeling. and you get almost like I felt almost like I couldn't breathe Yep. And I'm like, well, okay. But then, you know, you try and talk yourself out of it. Like, okay, you just, you, you're scared because it's an old house and, you know, just here. Like, it's, it's like fine. the movies, like there's yeah. nothing here. This is not real. It, this is ridiculous. You're being ridiculous. So I kind of put everything in there. And I remember like they had a, a closet mm-hmm. and for some weird reason. I don't know why I wanted to look in the closet, Ugh. but I'm like, I wonder what the closet looks like, you know, from 110 years ago and the little half opening, closet right yeah was, yes so I opened it and then I was like Ugh. nope closed it didn't like that I was like <laughs> why did I do that and then they had this um uh so then you kind of go out and then they had the bathroom on the, the left hand side and mm-hmm. I remember even at so one at night when I went to like wash my face I so I would normally close the door so I closed it and I almost felt like I was going to be trapped in there I was like oh god yes. no I have to open this door so I opened the door just so I could see my husband or see some oh light. Or, I don't know why it freaked me out being in that bathroom. So I almost like when I closed my eyes, you know, to wash my face, uh-huh. I was like, Oh God, Oh my God, I don't want to close my eyes. So I was trying to like get out of that. Open your eyes. As you're watching. Oh, so then I remember telling oh. my husband, I don't think I can do this. I can't, I can't sleep here. Like I can't, can I go sleep on the couch downstairs? Cause I felt fine downstairs. The downstairs was, was okay. Like, yeah, yeah, it was okay. And he's like, you're ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were not sleeping downstairs. So when you go into the room, there was kind of two beds. So there was my husband, myself, and then my daughter. And I was lying there and I'm like, nope, can't do this. So I go and I turn the light on and I, I'm like, we're putting the beds together. I can't want to be this. alone. <laughs> so we put the beds together and I'm, we turn off the light and there's like no uh, nightlight. Nothing. It was pitch black. Mm-hmm. I am curled like I am curled up into my husband. I have my daughter behind me. I have the covers over me. I am curled up. I didn't even want my feet at the edge. I felt like <laughs> I was sweating. So scared. But I didn't yeah. I didn't even care because I was like, I'm not moving from the spot. I could feel something in there. I could feel it. And I just yeah. 
thought, oh God, just let me get through tonight. I, I didn't even want my face exposed because I thought I would see something. And the dog that we had at the time, the whole night was growling. The oh whole my night. God. Yeah. I know I don't, why. I did not. Yes. Yeah. Now, yes. of course, so I crazy. did not sleep the whole night. That was the last time I, we didn't stay there again. I couldn't there. I could not stay there. You stay there one night, right? Was that it? That's it. Just That's that it. one night. Yeah. That. And honestly, like I do group readings all the time. I do readings three times a day. I teleport all the time and I've never been that creeped out. I was like sitting there and I, that feeling that you had was what I was experiencing. Cause all of a sudden I'm standing in front of this closet thing. And I, I saw the other door just slam shut and I went, okay, this is really weird. I've never done this before. Mm -hmm. I don't like this feeling. And I'm looking at all of you and I'm trying not to panic because I'm like, I'm here doing this group reading, but I'm also scared to death on what I'm seeing. Cause I'm like, this is crazy. So I forced mm -hmm. my way out of the door and I'm standing in this like hallway or whatever. And there was like a weird balcony thing and stuff. And I was standing in the hallway and all I could feel was I was so scared to turn my back. Cause I thought someone was going to shove me down the stairs. Like that was the creepiest feeling ever. So I'm like, okay, I got to get out of here. So I go outside and I go around this like farmhouse and I remember saying, oh my God, in the left corner, I can't handle it. There's something so eerie. I just got to go. And I just wanted out of that place. Like it was the mm -hmm. craziest freaking feeling I've ever had in all the years that I've been doing this work. And I thought, geez, why are they showing me that? Because she doesn't even live there anymore. But it ended up being that the house that she's in now has some stuff going on and some activity. And she needed to know that she's very sensitive and she has mm -hmm. children that are sensitive and that's what's kind of followed them over there and it's bugging them now. So that's why this whole message came out that she just needed mm -hmm. help with clearing the new place that she's in because of the stuff that happened in that house, kind of some of the stuff followed her. Yeah. So that was, you know, honestly, even looking back that night, I, even the next day I had to sit there for a minute and try to wrap my head around what had happened. Cause I thought, geez, I've never since I was a kid, have I experienced that feeling of like, you know, terror, really? I was like, what is mm -hmm. this? And trying to explain it to everybody. I just remember at one point too, turning and looking at the group and everybody's face, like their mouths were open, their jaws down, like yeah. freaked out too. And I was like, I know I'm in this thing. And then you guys were all like, we know it was, it was the craziest house ever. And I'm like, that's the kind of stuff that, I mean, you can't just, you can't make this stuff up right? No. What are the chances? Because that little door and the way that I described the stairs and everything, I'm like, I, they took me to this crazy house and I just, I'm glad in a way because it really did help her with the new place of what's going on. Yeah. So it makes sense to her now. Whereas mm -hmm. maybe she just kind of brushed that stuff off, you know, and didn't realize it. Exactly. Which I, mean, I think a lot of people do. I think we are all af not afraid really, but almost like oblivious in a way. It's like, oh, well, no, mm -hmm. that's got it. We, we try to reason with ourselves like, well, maybe it's because the wind, you know, opened the door and slammed it or, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Because I think we are afraid to admit that there really is something out there. And I mean, I've seen this stuff since I was little. I know you have. And no wonder you even staying that in that house, being that sensitive as well to spirit that, of course, they would show themselves to you, right? Yeah, I don't want them to, but <laughs> I um, you're like, please don't. I don't I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind, uh, you know, my family members or, but you know, the ones that make you feel scared, like actually scared. Yeah. yeah. Those no, I, Yeah. That's yeah, not fun. I know that. Like exactly. even for me, I mean, I joke about it all the time. I'm like, I have spirits walk through this house every day. Every time I turn around, I see a shadow. I'm like, but I have, you know, clients every day. So it's always someone for them or my loved ones, you know, that mm -hmm. have passed as well. But I don't get that scared feeling because I clear my house all the time. Right. I don't let this stuff mm -hmm. sit here. And I think again, going back to the clearing, that's something that she needed to do for her new place as well because of spirits. There's so many spirits are everywhere. So it's yeah. not like we can hide from them. It's just some people are really sensitive to seeing and some aren't. Exactly. Going back to that night, your husband, because I was downstairs doing like mini privates after the group session. Yeah. And I came up at one point and he was sitting there in his face. Like he just, he wanted to know it all. And especially because it was his family, I think. 
I think he was even Mm -hmm. more fascinated. And then he was saying, I want to have a group reading. And you're like, okay, yeah, whatever. And I honestly, that night thought he was joking. I just didn't take him seriously. I was kind of surprised too. I, because he had a friend over and I know that his friend kept, because then everyone comes up and, you know, they kind of tell what happened or they're crying or they're like, or the skeptical ones are like, oh my God, that was crazy. What she just told me downstairs. And mm-hmm. so he was even, he's like, well, can I get a reading? And I said, <laughs> well, no, that's not how this works. And, and then Jay had said, well, you know, what if I have like a guy group reading just the guys? And I was kind of looked at him. I'm like, really? Like, sure. Okay. okay. Like didn't really think anything of it. I don't know. And I, I kind of my first thought too is would Krina even do that? I don't know. I don't even think you've ever done one where it's all never all guys. Cause how many guys could you even drag to one? You know, even to that's right. To, if the if their wife invited them or Greg, like I mean, it's not common. That's so definitely not. That night, that was a late night, but he yeah, he kept talking about it. And the next morning he said. Yeah, no, I, I talked to Karina and she's going to look and she's, we're going to find these dates and I'm so excited. And I'm like, oh, like you actually want to do this? Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, of course. And I, he kind of listed off the, the people that he wanted to come. And I said, okay. So I messaged you to be like, hey, yeah, so Jay serious? really and wants I'm to like, go for it. Yeah, he wants to do this. Yeah. And I literally went into panic mode and I said, like, wait a second. Okay, so 5% of my clientele are males. And usually those ones are the ones who had a wife or, like you said, sent them to me, not because they just chose to come. And so I've had other men stay in group readings, but it's always a bunch of females. So maybe there's like one or two guys there. And I just remember thinking, oh, my gosh, like can I do this? Because it just, it's intimidating. Cause they sometimes, you know, well, remember Jay's face when he first met me, that look on his mm-hmm. face, he was like, he was gunning me down almost like, and, mm-hmm. and so skeptical and didn't understand it. And it was like intimidating. So my first thought was, oh my gosh, a bunch of men doing that in a room and I'm by myself. Like that scared me a little, I'm not going to lie. And then yesterday we went and had dinner together, which we do quite often. And I remember saying to you, I'm terrified. And you said, yeah, but these are the guys that need it. They're going to be open to it. And I said, okay, I can do this. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. then we joked about it. I said, okay, then after I do it, yeah, I'm going to have to do a podcast episode about it because it's going to be my first male group. And like I said, I think it'll be good for you. And I, I mean, because it's something different, maybe it'll be a challenge for you, but Mm -hmm. I know that the people coming need to come and right. Like you always say, like everyone comes for a reason. And yes, I think even Jay bringing up the fact that he wants to have this group reading with all the guys. I just, I, I think it's all for a reason. I really believe that there is never. And I always say that, right? Like everything happens just as it should. Although it freaked me out a little, <laughs> but I'm, I look back at the four years that we've known each other and thinking about, how he's come along and how his life has Mm -hmm. changed. And I found it so fascinating that night when he's looking at me going, yeah, so yeah, I'd like to do a group reading and and it's my turn kind of thing. And I'm like thinking, are you sure, you know, like you really want to Mm -hmm. do this? And it does make sense because of the last group and how he needed to know everything. And he was so fascinated Mm -hmm. by it. So I am actually amazed at how open he is now. And I say how much he talks about you, how much he, you know, before it was like, I think this woman's going to kill my wife and Ken Moore (laughs) too, you know, you guys need to go to her and she's great. And she does this and that. And, you know, he, like, he writes about you like, oh, you should see what he's done, you know, or what she's done for Jackson and just all the time just talks about it. And that's so not what the first meeting, like you would never expect that. And never he has changed and and it it is crazy. He's very open and we can have conversations about it now and um, not weird anymore. It's not weird. And he feels, and do you know, actually, what did he say to me last night? We were talking about manifesting (laughs) and he, but he had kind of brought it up and 
he was talking to a buddy about it and just saying, oh, you know, you should really try and like, you know what Ange does all the time. And I'm like, what do I do all the time? Or what do I try and do? And he's like, you know, the thing where you like put it out there, like (laughs) manifest. He's like, yes. I'm like, wow, we're really, who are you? (laughs) He has come a long way. Like he is like a different person, really. I mean, it's unbelievable. And good things are happening for you guys and for him because of using the law of attraction and he's starting to get it. And well, not starting to, I believe he's gotten it now. He gets it. It's just amazing to be a part of and watch that journey. Mm -hmm. And that's what I was really excited about tonight because I thought there's people out there who have, you know, spouses or their partners and they may not understand this yet. One of them is so into it and is afraid to open up and talk about it or feeling weird that they believe in the other side or Mm -hmm. believe in the law of attraction, but it is possible that others can really just open up to it. Once they have like a little bit of validation, that's Mm -hmm. when their life changes and they go, well, okay, you can't make that up. So there's gotta be some truth to it. And then once they start to believe like that, everything changes around them and then they start manifesting and good things happen Mm -hmm. and visitors from the other side come and prove that they're there. And I love how that happens. It's pretty awesome, right? Mm -hmm. And look what you've done for me. I mean, I feel... I definitely opened up more. I mean, I've always believed, but I, I I feel like I'm in a better place. I feel more positive. I think I was negative for a lot of years. And I feel like you helped me get to where I am oh, and just kind of opened my eyes to a lot of things. And yeah, I think it's, well, we met for a reason. We did. And, and you know me, like I will tell you how it is. I don't sugarcoat anything. Mm-hmm. I just, if I have something to say, or if I'm channeling, I say, not what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. And I think by Mm -hmm. being so open and blunt with you this entire time, I think that's why you have looked at life differently and things are shifting Mm -hmm. and in a great way because you're like, okay, this makes sense. And a lot of good things have been happening. So I love Mm -hmm. how it just takes that little bit of trust with the universe and then everything just falls into place, right? Nothing's ever perfect, but things can really go in a positive way if we believe that it can 100 percent, yeah well I want to leave you all with this today just think about this for a second how amazing is it that everyone that we meet is always for a reason nothing out there is ever a coincidence so I want to thank you all so much for joining us today on the divine messages podcast and Ange, I'm so glad that you were willing to come on here with me and share that crazy story and more yeah thanks for having me So glad you came on. If you would like to book a reading with me, I can be reached at www.divinemessages.ca or on Instagram at divinemessages333 or at the Divine Messages podcast, as well as on Facebook under Divine Messages or the Divine Messages podcast. Please bear in mind that the perspectives and opinions represented in this podcast are based solely on the Divine Messages interpretations. We can in no way be held responsible for the actions of our followers.